Welcome to the Success in Medicine podcast. I'm Dr. Rajani Kata, and I'm here with my partner, Dr. Samir Desai. And this is part two of our episode for EM emergency medicine applicants, and specifically on advice for how to do well in the emergency medicine clerkship. So in part one of this episode, we had discussed how to uh, present patients and how to uh, manage patient information. So Samir, um, following your oral case presentation and following your discussion of the differential diagnosis and your treatment plan, what is the next step? The next step is follow through. So after you've discussed the case with the attending, you will come up with your diagnostic and treatment plan. And that will obviously vary from one patient to another, but there may be some further testing that's involved. Perhaps there's an imaging test that you need to get, further lab tests. Maybe you have to make some calls to a consultant, maybe their primary care physician. And so what you need to do is you need to have a solid understanding of what needs to be done and then go ahead and execute whatever that plan is. And as part of executing that plan, I know this is something you've discussed before, um, how do you keep the patient, how do you keep the patient in the loop? Well, I would recommend visiting the patient regularly to keep the patient informed of what's happening. And that's one of the biggest complaints that patients have in uh, any type of medical setting is, you know, when they come in, they're so, so very, very concerned about what it is that's going on with them, and they want to know where things are headed. And so as a medical student, you obviously have the most time to spend with that patient. You can make frequent visits to the patient's bedside and keep them informed. That's, uh, that's very important. Uh, what about your next piece of advice? What I would also recommend is that students think about how they can work effectively with other healthcare professionals in the emergency department. So in the emergency department, there are great opportunities to work with all sorts of healthcare professionals. And what you'll quickly realize in the ED is that uh, no emergency medicine physician is on an island alone. So everyone requires uh, the help and efforts of the larger team. So you'll get to work closely with physician assistants, nurses, social workers, consultants, admitting physicians, and this is an opportunity for you to show how well you can collaborate with this diverse group of healthcare professionals. And one, one final point, and why this is so important, is obviously it's important to the delivery of high-quality care, but you're also going to be evaluated on this. And this is one of the items on the standardized letter of evaluation. Hmm. And what about another piece of advice? Another piece of advice uh, that holds true for all rotations is uh, the importance of demonstrating compassion and concern for your patients. So, you know, sometimes we can get so focused on the diagnostic side of things or trying to determine the right treatment that, um, you know, we may lose track of what's most important, and that's obviously the patient. And there are so many opportunities to show care and concern for the patient that, you know, that's something that everybody needs to keep at the forefront. Yeah, that's really good advice. I know I have been with a family member in the emergency department in in the past, and I know that that's been very, very important to me and my family member. 
when uh, the student has stopped by to say, how are you feeling now? Is there anything I can get you? Can I get you a glass of water? Can I get you a pillow while you're waiting? That, uh, that really makes an impression on a patient speaking from personal experience. And uh, going on to another area sort of separate from patient care, and that is about feedback. Um, can you expand upon that? Absolutely. So feedback is very, very important uh, in any rotation. Uh, but in the EM rotation, uh, it can be challenging to get feedback just because how, of how busy your resident and attending will be during the shift. And so uh, what you want to do is you want to be proactive in seeking feedback. And uh, one of the things that will happen is that your attending physicians and residents will complete evaluations of your performance. And those are known as shift cards. So those are uh, evaluations that are completed um, just after your shift ends. And they will be rating your performance in different areas. And you may or may not have a chance to see those shift cards. So that's why it's important that you get feedback from the people you're working with so you can build upon each experience. What are some of the questions you might ask your attending or your resident in the process of seeking feedback? Well, you'd like to ask them specific questions, and specific questions related to the patients that you encountered during the shift. Uh, the first thing I would say is, since the oral case presentation is so very, very important to the delivery of high-quality care and so very, very important to your evaluation, uh, you should ask about the quality of your oral case presentation. So you could say something like this, you know, Dr. Smith, do you have any suggestions on how I can improve the quality of my oral case presentation? And I think uh, part of asking these questions, of course, is to be very cognizant of the physician's time, what the attending is doing, do they have time to actually speak with you about feedback. But I think most of these questions would be a quick question, correct? They would be a quick question. Uh, I think the most important thing to do is, is to pay attention to what's going on around you. So one great way to sort of uh, invite feedback is at the beginning of the rotation when you're meeting the attending or resident, you know, you can talk about, you know, what their expectations are, try to find out how they would like for you to do things. But then as part of that conversation, you could ask, you know, uh, when would be, you know, a good time for me to um, ask you for some feedback. And you might find out that uh, that attending prefers to wait until the shift is over before discussing things. And I know another question that you've um, suggested is in the emergency department, you certainly may have the opportunity to perform procedures, whether that's suturing or whether it's diagnostic procedures. So I know one question that you've, uh, that you've advised students before is thank you for allowing me the opportunity to suture this case. Uh, do you have any suggestions for me on how I can continue to improve my suturing skills? And that's an example of a quick question that you might be able to do immediately after the procedure if time allows. And uh, what happens if you, um, if you identify areas that uh, you have negative feedback, that you're receiving negative feedback on? The first thing I would say is it's good to know that as soon as possible. So that's why it's very, very important to solicit feedback from each and every shift. And so if you find out that there's something that's not going well, so for example, let's say that your 
oral case presentation is lacking in, in some way, then you can take steps to improve that area. Obviously, you can ask uh, for suggestions from your attending physician or your resident, and they may point you towards certain resources. They may say that, oh, uh, there's a resource available online at one of the organizational websites in emergency medicine, or they may point you to some reference articles. Uh, you can also uh, ask for additional practice with someone who is a particularly dedicated teacher. So you might find a, a resident who's really, really into teaching, and you might just sort of take them aside and say, you know, one of the things that I would love to work on more is my, are my oral case presentation skills. Do you think you might have a little bit of time to spend with me at some point during the next couple of days and see what they say? I think that's good advice. Um, so we'll stop there, and um, thanks very much.